I swear I couldn't hear the buzzing noise. Am I old? <laughs> we, we stop hearing certain frequencies. Yeah, because the, the good one and the bad one sound the same to me. But I can tell the difference in the little like meter chart. We're screwed thing. because you're the, you're the youngest of the two. You know? <laughs> I was relying on you and your good hearing. Yeah, I don't know. My ears are busted. Well, my ears are busted. I played <laughs> like live shows, like music shows, all my teenage years and that just completely destroyed me mm. seriously i think my hearing but maybe really you're bad. better tuned i also have very mm. shitty headphones so that that might also yeah, be no, it that's probably it <laughs> i have earring aids in the form of good headphones <laughs> <laughs> all right let's explain if this is part of the show i'll just i'll just tell people what's, what's happening um we were about to start recording and we, as we, not always, but we often do, we do a quick test recording just to make sure, you know, the audio track is fine. And I don't think people, uh, hopefully no one noticed, but I think uh, two episodes ago, your recording had this very annoying noticeable buzz throughout the whole recording. And I had to bring out the the big guns, the <laughs> Isotope RX-8, all that software to Ooh. try to clean up that track. And it was hard. So anyway, so we've been a bit more uh, careful about the quality without test recordings. And guess what? It was buzzing again. And we just had a good old 39 minutes of (laughs) troubleshooting. Is it the cable? Is it not? Can I unplug this? Can I try that? So hopefully no one can tell and no one will... Well, it's not buzzing anymore, but it hopefully won't come back. I've been having so many issues with this microphone. I swear I'm going to go back to my cheap uh, USB mic soon. (laughs) <laughs> it keeps, it keeps no, don't that. do that. Uh, it's it's probably the cable as we we kind of singled it out. Um, so don't blame the the poor microphone; it's not their fault. Uh, anyway, I feel like this this, this episode uh, is kind of haunted. I, I you know I hope we'll see the light of day. I hope <laughs> well people are listening to this. Maybe uh, maybe we're just we're just gonna be talking to the void this week. It's and that's okay. <laughs> hopefully not uh hopefully not because uh, i enjoy doing these and i enjoy that you know, the people can listen to them uh hey hey we have follow-up we didn't have any follow-up last week because we kind of recorded like right after you know we recorded almost two in a row um but now we had some time between recordings as we usually do so we got some follow-up on the whole carpet v rug v mask <laughs> debacle um we had a listener a friend of the show ollie uh right in uh and uh the 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 they sent a couple tweets and the first tweet starts with kevin was right you know well so there you go <laughs> that's, so a, that's a perennial statement <laughs> <laughs> okay don't let's not get carried away right um, hashtag kevin so, was right uh, no no hashtag there's no hashtag that's not a real hashtag stop <laughs> Uh, but apparently you are right. Uh, carpet is wall to wall and usually installed as part of the floor in the UK. And by the way, I'm reading, I'm quoting in the UK. It's common to have upper floors of your house. Let's say the bedrooms carpeted rugs are items you can replace and move around easily. Oh, and mats in his opinion are functional rugs. They're usually, uh, to wipe shoes or prevent slipping like a bathroom mat or a front door mat. And I don't think Aladdin's magic rug or Aladdin's magic mat has the same ring to it. Um, and apparently we're not the first to question this. And then there's like a, uh, a screenshot of like, actually it's pretty cool. It was like a replica of Aladdin's magic carpet. Um, and they call it the <laughs> Disney Aladdin's magic carpet area rug. <laughs> <laughs> 
So thanks, Ollie, for the clarification. Or, you know, it's still just one more data point. I'm, I'm just saying. But but it, that sounds right. I, I, I believe our listeners. I believe you, Ollie. Are you happy, Kevin? Or no? I'm extremely happy. <laughs> I, I knew we needed... We can, we can tell. We needed an English person to set the record straight. <laughs> we made it happen. Uh-huh. As always. Yep. So, thank you, Ollie. <laughs> there you go. Hey, another piece of follow-up, which is not really a piece of follow-up, it's more of a, let me check in uh, in this topic. Uh, I know that uh, your partner has uh, returned from um, you know from the trip and uh, they're back. Uh, and so I assume your super cool widget on your home screen, they had a countdown until they were back, is now, you know, over. And um, that was like the soft imposed deadline. <laughs> For you to release your app um we've hit that deadline so as your manager in this project i'm just checking in see what's the status uh, where it. are we at i, what's, I what's was left? hoping the teacher forgot to about the, the homework assignment oh no 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 this teacher doesn't forget <laughs> um yeah so one of the things that i forgot in all of this is that out of the the time that my partner was away, that I'd be myself away for two entire weeks. And that completely threw a wrench into all of my plans for all of this. Um, So, yeah, unfortunately, I'm sad to report that the app is not live in the App Store yet. That being Mm -hmm. said, I have made a bunch of progress based on your feedback and some feedback from, from some other folks. So it's looking a lot better. I mean, I think I want to release a beta probably soon uh, with some of the fixes that I made and then I would probably try to release that. I'm not looking forward to having to m- make screenshots for the app. Like That sounds mm-hmm. like such a daunting task for me. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's getting close. It's getting Oof. close. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, okay. Well, you know, we'll give you a, the two-week extension uh, <laughs> since you kind of lost two weeks. Um, that's okay. I'll check back next next week. Anyways, uh, sp- speaking of the App Store screenshots, I've, for pretty much all of my side projects, effectively all the apps that I've worked that are on the App Store, uh, I've always been like super purist in terms of screenshots and actually taken screenshots and uploaded screenshots that's not what you see in most apps mm. in the app store you don't actually see straight out screenshots um and so i've, I've been working on some app store screenshots for along and um uh, part of it because i've been rejected a bunch and this is such a weird thing but like on break to safe the ios counterpart had uh, like a video, a background video of an Apple Watch with the app running, hmm. almost like a teaching you how to a game works. Okay, and I've taken screenshots. So part of the screenshot, you could see an Apple Watch like device frame with the thing running, and I got rejected a bunch of times because they were like, "Hey, we don't allow device frames in uh, in the App Store screenshots," and I'm like, "Well, but that's literally a screenshot. Like, what do you want me to do? If you allow it in the app, you have to allow it. Whatever. So Wait. now." Was that a screenshot of your app that showed an Apple Watch in it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These rules are so dumb. (laughs) Yeah. And so for this one, like, I've, so that just became part of my thing, like, oh, I can't use device frames. Um, So in the, if you, if you, if you're used to like 
doing any work in the app store, you know, there's like, there's the rules, which are very like fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. And there's what you see developers do. And sometimes they contradict each other. So I actually had uh, two calls with with Apple. One of them was uh, like a one-on-one session with the app review team because I had a bunch of questions. And um, one of the questions, one of the smallest hold up, hold was up. about that. Like, Can you just explain yeah. us the context? Like, did you call them? Did they call you? Like, how did that get arranged? <laughs> oh, man, this is probably not going to be very useful information uh i was invited for a like special uh, apple developer session um i think the title was it like it's like a it was like a workshop and i think the title was uh, like creating delightful experiences or something like that huh interesting um and uh i think yeah and so i was invited to that uh and then in the workshop you could book like one-on-one time with with some of their teams, uh, one of which was the app review team. You could just book a slot, and so uh-huh. I did that. So that, that's why I got you know you can't just call them on the phone. Oh, okay, hey, I see. is this is this the app review team? Uh, no, I managed to get a to get to get that. Uh, and I had a bunch of questions regarding like wait lists and some of the stuff we we're planning to do for our launch that we want to make sure that you know we don't we don't get screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I asked about that. Like, what about device frames? Because I, I have you changed your rules or something? And they're like, "Yep, we totally. It's totally okay to use device frames in the screenshot. So you could use like a, an, an iPhone, right? Um, except in the app preview, which is the video. Um, why? No justification. Just like, okay, well, but here I am, just rolling information. I guess that this part might be useful. Okay, to some listeners. Um, so all of this to say that like I've been looking a little bit more into app store screenshots. I've been looking around like what people do. Um, they're like a pro- powerful marketing tool because like the the first two screenshots, three if you don't have an app uh, preview, um, that that's like what's going to get people's attention in like search results or just browsing and you know so pretty big. Also, I've learned a lot about uh, features that I never really used. I guess I've seen that in a WWDC session, but I totally forgot about the fact that you can create custom App Store product pages um, that are accessible via a, a unique URL. Let's say that you want a, an, an App Store page with like very different screenshots, maybe like highlighting mm-hmm. a certain specific part of your app or something, and that is only accessible via a link. So if you go like organic search or something, you'll get the default app store page. But then let's say, let's say like for our case along, right? We're going to work with a bunch of creators. We could create like a, you know, say I just seen is an along. And so if I just seen shares a link uh, to the along app in the app store, we could direct that to like specific screenshots featuring I just seen, for example. Um, Interesting. So, or like, you know, if we highlight our app, in uh like if you're um like a streamer let's say a video game streamer or something um we can then show you screenshots and description and all tailored to that type of audience so it's it can be pretty powerful i actually haven't used it yeah but and and also you can also do a b tests and get that through app store connect um and you can also have different you can a b test different app icons as well 
Uh-huh. So like, hey, is the blue getting more traction than the red one? You know, that, that might be that might be powerful. All of this stuff I mentioned I is feel all like it's opening an entire door for you of like testing app icons. <laughs> Seriously, I've been thinking versions. a lot about this. <laughs> Seriously, um, everything that I mentioned is just it's done via apps or connect. Uh, with the exception of the, if you want to A/B test the app icon, for that you have to submit different builds, uh, each with its own icon. Oh, uh, but everything yeah. else you can keep. It's the same build. It's just really the App Store front end that changes. I see. Um, so we're planning. I don't know if we're going to do this for launch, but we're definitely planning to work with with these features. And so maybe I'll learn more insights if I actually do it, and I can report back. But yeah, it was it was interesting. It was valuable information yeah please please share it i'd be curious to to learn more about that like i i've submitted apps to the app store before but like many many years ago and i feel like things were a little different back then (laughs) (laughs) a little bit i've i mean we can talk about app icons yeah i would love to get an update because you've shared on twitter this really cool video uh of the the screen in along where you can change the Mm. app icon and I think there's a there's a lot of cool design stuff happening in just that one little part of the app. Oh wow! Okay, okay. Well, then let me let me tell our dear special wonderful listeners about our dear special wonderful sponsor this week, and then we can talk about that. This week's episode of Layout is once again sponsored by Around, and I'm going to go totally off script. I hope it's okay with Around because I've told you the, the script, you know, the the, the key points they want us to, to talk about. Uh, and I'm just going to go straight, you know, um, I'm just going to tell it as what it is around is a new video call app. And, um, when it came out, it's been, it's been a while and we, they, they sponsored it in the past. And my first in- impression was like, this is really refreshing. Here's a new, uh, a new tool to, to have, to, you know, to make video calls that it's not doing the same old, same old that every, every other competitor is doing. Like the, the, it was a, a refreshing new spin on the problem and that was the initial impression is this is cool and then i play with it like wow a lot of attention to detail like the implementation was really on point it made it really cool um we also mentioned before but like they really had big emphasis on collaboration so instead of the whole thing being a big window that you probably want to make full screen because you know no the whole thing was like we're going to optimize for floaty like little little avatars like little screen uh, video feeds that you can still work still do whatever you do on your computer so again emphasis on collaboration since then at my company at my job we've adopted around as our the tool we use for communication we have slack for written thing anything is video that's around and uh, since then i've been discovering a lot of other features that they have that i kind of you know, it's not that I neglected, but I wasn't really using them for that. Uh, stuff like team building features, like their their uh, campfire mode, in where you have all of the all of the all of the bubbles of uh, all of people's feeds uh, in a little circle circle around a digital <laughs> campfire <laughs> that people have to tap in the center to like keep the fire alive. Really, really cool. And then you can change your whole background to have like cool retro vibes, cool inspirational like space stars and that is coupled with like its own custom soundtracks so you can really have like a spiritual meeting <laughs> with like 
cool dramatic epic epic music in the background um you can have sound effects and all that we've talked about the feature that you can replace your whole video feed with a cool gif that is always still my that favorite is always feature. a success <laughs> it's so funny it's so good uh they have built-in games um everything just works flawlessly i am surprised at like the 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 depth and like how wide this 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 app already like is and how much it covers already uh given the fact that they're still like you know relatively new especially compared with some of the competitors more established competitors and they they already nail like all right you have a mode for collaboration you have a mode for cool team building like stand-up things you have a mode for more serious uh types of meetings you have a mode just to play games with your coworkers. there's so much in it um so well executed and it is like i said um the, the tool we we chose at work because it's 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 my favorite video call app for sure so anyway told you all about this told you everything i kind of can think of right now it's great go check it out if you already have like if you use the tool at work and you can't really just change the tool at work maybe you have a one-on-one with your manager maybe you know just with a with a with a friend try it out you know it's free to try it just give it a shot see what 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 i'm talking about yeah i also um, think it's great for collaborating with someone so if you're working on something in in figma and you're like hey mm-hmm. let's like pair up with another designer it's perfect for that and really gets out of the way go um well tap on the link that we have in the show notes or in the in the chapter title thing if you're if your podcast app supports that um but you know if that's if that's too much of a hassle just go to around.co um check them out there's a website also the marketing the landing page is also really really good <laughs> um check them out and we are so grateful uh for uh, for them to sponsor layout once again love them so uh yeah that's it around.co thanks around thanks around and i'll see you around <laughs> all right back to icons back to icons man so- i i think i record we recorded last week's episode before i've before i've tweeted like a tease and i think that's actually the links and the stuff i used in the in the show notes because when we i sent you like a screenshot and we kind of talked about some of the icons that's that's on the show yeah. uh but then between recording that and actually posting it i had then I posted on Twitter as well, and then I just used it as a reference point. So that was like two weeks ago, <laughs> almost. And that's been my life since. <laughs> we made a bunch of tweaks. Since we then posted it, I got some new feedback um, around the, the, the icon and the, more importantly, the logo, uh, which is also part of it. Uh, and I've been thinking about this a lot. And uh, yeah, so I thought maybe maybe I can share some of my... Um, I don't know, insights or whatever, any of the lessons I've learned. Um, and not coming, I'm not talking like as an expert because I'm definitely not. I just spent a couple of weeks thinking about this. Uh, but I guess as a, not a noob anymore. I mean, compared <laughs> to me, you're an expert. <laughs> so, I mean, I, yeah, would, I would love only, to learn about your process. <laughs> but it's just two weeks away. You know, that, that's, that's the difference between you and I. Um, Still. <laughs> It was really interesting the whole process. And by the way, at the end, then we can talk about that that UI thing that you 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 mentioned. Um, that was literally today. Um, the whole process was like, all right, we we we. Bryn was doing a bunch of work on around the logo, um, and having that twisty thing. It, it's it's it makes more sense once you see the whole 
uh, logo type of like a long, and then the the idea is that the O animates mm. to form this cl- something that would resemble the infinite infinite symbol. Um, so is there the, an so intro was, in the app? I imagine like the first time you open yeah. the app, there's like you kind of see the O stretching out. That is the goal. We don't have it yet. We're working on it. Nice. Actually, I don't know. You, you know Devin. That yeah. We're working with Devin to try to animate that. Oh, great. So <laughs> no promises. I actually don't know. It's actually it's a very interesting thing because like the, tr- the animation, the transition, we kind of have like the first frame and the final frame. But we don't even know if it works. Like, you know, in actual 3D real space, if that, tra- mm. if that transition can... If we can pull it off in something that makes sense and connects, uh, so we're still working on it. But uh, but yeah, like the idea is that if you just see the logo with the infinite kind of chunky, I think uh, uh, Dave Darns uh, called it uh, chewy. Like this logo is very chewy, <laughs> which is great, and I'm going for it. You know, I think I even told him like Steve Jobs wanted his UI to be lickable. I want my UI to be chewable. <laughs> uh, that's my, that's Show my title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> chewable ui uh yeah no so that that was that that was like the the logo the, the ideas we're going for and it it worked out great that we i think it also works as the main app icon because that's the thing of like um our, our friend of the show you know previous guest uh michael flarup he he's he's been working for for the past i don't know i think four years he said for for a long time he's been working uh, working on his book which is like the like great app icon, uh, iOS app icons. It's a book about app icons. I actually forget the title. Um, actually, I just got the, the shipping notification. It'll be here tomorrow. So by the time Ooh, people great. listen to this. Yeah, I'm I, supposed so to receive mine spoilers. too. <laughs> I can't wait. There you go. Spoilers. It'll probably be in my recommendation uh, next week. So dibs, Kev. Um, <laughs> Especially uh, that you stole my recommendation this week as well. So, you know. Yeah. Well, well you know. You didn't call it this. You just sent it to me. <laughs> uh, spoilers. It was it was peak um, Rafa, so I had to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so like for a good app icon, I, I think there's like almost two ways you could go. If you're a startup and like your app is your company, like your product is the company, it, I feel like you you kind of have to put the logo in your app icon because otherwise it's it's really hard to make that brand you know being making a brand recognizable and connecting especially when if it's new um you know if you if you download the dropbox app if it doesn't have the dropbox logo it just feels strange but like <laughs> in the case of let's say fantastical love that i love the app icon mm-hmm. it's not really the company fantastical doesn't really have a logo right if it's the app i there's i i can't really put it into words but i feel like there's the app icons yeah. that just kind of <sighs> It's like a window to the app, and there's the brand company products with a logo in it. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like those are the two paths, really. Right? It's like you have a brand identity and you have a logo, and you put your logo on an icon, <laughs> or you don't really have a logo, but you have an app icon that's descriptive to what your app does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Like almost give it like a good uh, check, like actual rules that you can check to see if it makes sense to use a logo or just a generic app icon. Mm. And I can't. I think it's like if the thing exists outside of the app. In our case, along 
we have the app component, but that's not all. It's a video platform. It's like it's more than the app. Right. I think it makes sense to have the logo. If the app, well, Fantastical, or like things or whatever, the app is the app is the app. You know, <laughs> like it's what it is, and like it's more the name recognizable, and then you create a good app icon to create that, like, rec- you know, make it recognizable. Like this is the, the one that has that crazy app icon, the calendar app icon, the cool check mark or something. It's not necessarily a logo. But maybe that's it. I don't know. I'll 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 keep I'll think more about this. <laughs> we can follow up next week. But for in our case, we knew we wanted to have. It made sense for us to have highlight the logo. Um, which kind of, once you go that path, like, okay, we have pretty strong, um, you know, constraints here. You you have the logo that you're probably going to center it, and then you can work on the background, <laughs> kind of. Um, so it's already pretty simple. You're pre- you, you know, it's going to be, it's already pretty obvious how it's going to look, kind of. Uh, and you do have the iOS, like, app icon basic grid with the circles and all. So you also have some kind of reference, like how big the logo should be. And we did work with, we, we tweaked it a little bit to see uh, what, what felt better, but we didn't really deviate much from the existing grid. Like we just found the size that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then work on the background, work on the texture, work on the details. That's, that's what you can work with. In our case, we were trying to, Achieve a good balance of make the app icon somehow unique and and somehow like stand make it stand out a little bit in the home screen, but you can't push it too far because then it just feels like it doesn't fit iOS and it's odd. Like you want it to, you want it, you want people to to want to have it on their home screen. If it's too much, and or if it doesn't really work well with the icon surrounding it. You know, that's also then it backfires. Like now, you're too unique, too weird, and your app icon is a nuisance. No. Do you have an example um, of something you've tried that was maybe pushing it too far? Uh, for sure. I mean, um, well, I tried some of the, like more skeuomorphic things, which also wouldn't really fit iOS 15 mm. well, right? Maybe in a different era, it would fit, <laughs> but it would, it would it was a bit jarring. And also the the one we landed on has this like subtle uh, grid in, in the background. Like with some perspective, um, initially the first iterations that we had a grid, that was a good example of like we like this this idea, we like this grid perspective like Tron look thing, which we're also using in our on our website, um, but it was too much. It was very noisy and distracting. Mm. The icon just so loud in the home screen, um, it really stand out. Maybe too much. Which brings me to another point, which was, like I said, that grid thing was was going to be part of the, our brand marketing assets. Like we use that texture in our website or planning to. Um, and so like how much of that marketing stuff do you use in the app icon or how much is it too much, right? Like it's not really just a landing page. It has to be – the logo should be the highlight or the focus point of the thing. And so in our case um, – we had that grid. It was just too loud. It was too. It was very busy. But it looked cool. But you know, it was a bit too much. So then, once we were kind of like hitting that wall 
of like doing a bunch of tweaks on the grid and it was still too much. We added a bunch of like glow to the other elements to both the grid and the logo around it. We added a bunch of like maybe add more, add a drop shadow to the logo. Maybe they'll keep, they'll help increase contrast um, and maybe make the background uh, fade a little bit. That didn't work. So we were just hitting that wall. It was just a bit too much. And then at that point, uh, we liked the grid aspect, so we were not ready to give up on it. But I had to go; I had to try something different. So from then, what I did was let me hit reset. Let me go to the other extreme. Let's swing the pendulum all the other way, or, and let let me do the most boring iOS app icon that I could, mm. which was the logo in the middle with no, white background. No, <laughs> not even, just like take the something like like messages or something which is that that very subtle gradient linear gradient lighter at the top darker at the bottom uh and i did that with just a bunch of like different gradients different colors um super boring i think that's an example of like that's also not a good spot to land in my opinion Mm -hmm. then your your logo just becomes incredibly generic and the only really differentiator that you have is maybe the Maybe the color, right? Like, oh, I don't have a lot of red icons. Um, that's not great. So, but but it was good for us because when once we we found that the other end of the spectrum, we're like, all right, this is too boring. But having just a basic linear gradient in a background does make it feel, you know, at home in the platform. So then we kind of had to make a mix of both. Instead of us trying to have the grid and trying to add some color and some gradient to the grid, we started with a gradient and tried to add the grid to it, right? So it was the other way around. And that way, we we found a happy medium for us in where you have the grid, you have all the elements there, but if you like, if you squint, it's still like a gradient background. It just has a little texture right. around it. Um, and even then, we a lot of little tweaks at like the, just the last push of like, do we make a dark, do we make the grid darker or do we make the light, the grid lighter? If we make the grid lighter, you can't. If we start from a gradient, you can't like make the grid more vibrant or mar- more saturated than the actual gradient because the gradient is already the most saturated. It can be. <laughs> so we actually right. had to like darken the gradient um, mm. in order for the the grid to stand out. Anyway, just boring. Uh, this is boring podcast material content, but. A lot of little tweaks um, to to try to land on a sweet spot. Um, we're pretty happy with where we landed uh, since since we posted the tweet. We've still been tweaking the the actual logo because we got a bunch of feedback around that. Like it looks like a maxi pad. It looks like balls. It, <laughs> it looks like a diaper. It looks like a bunch of stuff. We got a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Uh, which I'm totally okay with. In a bunch of them, we saw it ourselves. Um, <laughs> I feel like, like the, you know, the only um, rational way to interpret this feedback is to completely ignore it. <laughs> I'm just been like, look, people are going to yeah, say whatever the, for the me, heck they want in it. <laughs> if if the, the sentiment is like humorous, like, it looks like a diaper, ha-ha, I'm okay with that, right? right. You know, you'll get over it eventually. Like, you, you kind of will forget about it. But if the sentiment is somehow like offending certain group of people uh, yes. because it reminds me of something, then that's problematic. So that's that's the only thing I'm like I'm not totally ignoring feedback because I'm 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 on the lookout. I'm vigilant about like what are the what kind of 
reaction is this triggering mm-hmm. as long as it's like making fun of it we're totally okay with that <laughs> i mean that's fine um you know remember when the ipad came out all the jokes yeah um well, like, remember like, the airbnb logo <laughs> oh yeah it's a big one <laughs> so so you know we're okay with that but that's that's kind of that was kind of the, the journey so but then we knew after doing you know spending a week designing these and uh, we, we landed on a bunch of like interesting um i don't know interesting styles so we kind of knew immediately that like oh we we have to offer a bunch of these other variants as alternate app icons you know we love those and it's been trendy it's very trendy um i still think we can do something interesting like some kind of simplistic gamification around that so we have plans for that hmm. but we also wanted to offer right away at least like different color ways right of the same look and style so i think the default is going to be like a this this pink red purpley one and and but you know that's not that doesn't fit everyone's style or taste or home screens so we're going to offer more so then this was initially out of scope for this the initial release but um but i've i've had i've, I've i have some time so i i decided to work on the implementation myself um and so I was like, all right, let me offer a simple app picker or app icon picker. Um, I didn't know how hard it would be. It turns out it's pretty simple to implement this. Um, I'm using, it's mostly Swift UI view. And uh, yeah, and I did post a, a tweet uh, highlighting that today. Is that the thing you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really cool. So it shows a grid of icons, so you can choose from... Uh, uh, what is it like eight different icons and i think mm-hmm. you pick pretty well like what those icons are although there's like two dark ones that look fairly similar to me but um yeah one has a grid so it's like one row four different var- variants on the grid just different colors and uh, then four variants of just just you know simple gradients so no gradients, i see basically. i think it's the the terrible uh, instagram compression where i like can't oh, yeah. see the grid but uh <laughs> and then and then the cool part is uh you have a thing that says hey there's more coming soon and you know maybe there's another one around the corner somewhere uh and then you have the particle effect that's like off screen coming from the mm. bottom so as you scroll down you can start to reveal that little icon and then if you if you pull it up and then tap on it then you can you can access that icon such a cool little yeah, detail adds a lot of fun into this this whole process uh, i love it thanks uh yeah I, it, you know um <laughs> the, the so the whole journey of like getting to that was like all right initially i was just gonna offer the thing um but then the whole the whole ui felt a bit flat and we've already teased a bunch of icons it's not like you know we have to save them so I felt, oh, well, a cute little Easter egg or something would be to offer one more. And a, a popular one was the the one with the like stripes in the background. Uh, that's like a not a fan favorite, but like you know, at least in the team, we really like that one. Hmm. Um, but like I said before, we are also saving some of this for like some gamification in the future. Still unclear how we're going to roll that out, but we don't want to give away all the icons at once, uh, especially this early in the beta. Um, so. So we didn't want to give like, all right, here's another row of four with different, you know, this is the stripes one with different colors. Um, so I still wanted to offer that one, that, that just one as like a little Easter egg, a little reward. And initially it was just, it was just hidden. So, right. So you wouldn't really know that it was there and if you, unless you were looking for it or you tried 
swiping that up, it would peak immediately. So it's right like, a couple pixels below the the where the viewport ends. So trying to swipe that card up would you would see it, um, and that was a plan, and um, and also I added a bunch of like more interactions to the actual app icons. Um, like just some tapping, some haptics, and they will like kind of bounce around with some springiness, and it's kind of cute. Hmm. Uh, but then all of those interactions were competing with the swipe down to dismiss the sheet. And so uh. what would happen was if you initiated like a drag down to dismiss the sheet, if you initiated the drag on top of one of the icons, that would like hijack that tap so oh, you couldn't swipe down. <laughs> So I had to really walk back a bunch of those interactions just to make that thing feel a bit better, or not better, but like feel more uh, what you would expect. Um, and so, yeah, so that was that. That was yesterday, and then today I was just like I, I felt that 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 hidden icon. I was like, well, why is it hidden? Did it fall? Did it like you know in the rules of this universe app universe? Like, <laughs> why? What's happening? <laughs> It just felt a bit flat, so initially I was just like I would I rotated a little bit just to another like hint that like this yeah. is off ground like it fell like it shouldn't it's not in the right place, but that wasn't enough. And then I looked into like some sparkles or some like little magic thing just to have as like texture, almost like a ta da highlight thing, and I found a really neat way to add these like particle effects, but it's pure Swift UI, so there's actually no. Ah, particle effect emitter. Okay, that's what I was gonna There's ask. There's no, yeah, no sprite kit, no nothing, and just the the execution, that implementation, just made me like really want to use it. Then uh, it's very light. I can I can share this. It's actually, mm, yeah, I can share the link. I think it's 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 uh, Paul Hudson's like hacking with Swift. So I think it's called or something like that. Um, if you work with SwiftUI, you've seen. This great website. <laughs> I think this is part of their paid. Um, they have a bunch of like other content behind a like a sub- subscription thing, um, but there's a three day trial. So I, you know, just mm. haven't paid yet. I'm planning on to, but you can get to it if you want. Um, and then, and then it was like a happy accident that like having that particle emitter behind the icon when it's hidden. Now you can see the the, the sparkles like you know. Yeah, exactly. Out, which was great. Perfect. Like, all right. So <laughs> it was not very discoverable then, but now it's it's helping that. So anyway, the whole thing took me two days to implement in design. Like I was, you know, I didn't design it first and then implement it. It was just like on the fly, kind of. Um, took two days. And so one day to just get the basic layout and then another day to add a little delight and like a little more more interesting bits. Um, today I was refacting that grid to use the lazy V grid thing mm-hmm. in SwiftUI. I never used it before. So lazy. Um, so it was nice. <laughs> so lazy. <laughs> I'm not using any of the laziness of it because the whole thing is, you know, you know, uh, rendered. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, that, that was uh, it. Curious how you're doing the sheet. So is the sheet something like custom, like UI kit component or? Yeah, this is this is a yeah, it's a public sheet uh, thing. I'm, I don't know if it's just UI kit or if it's also. I'm pretty sure also it's in Swift UI. I can look in, I can look it up. Because I was using um, one in my app, a native, and I'm using sort yeah. of like Apple's uh, presentation style for it. But the annoying right. thing is you can't really control the, the height of it precisely. So it's like either half screen or full screen. Um, exactly. 
which means it's kind of unfortunate for my app because I, there's, I have like a control where you can see half of it. Um, so making it full screen is too much. Making it half is, is like slightly not enough. Um, so it's been bothering me a little I'm bit. I'm glad but, you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm using the same thing as a native. And it feels like that API is like almost, it's incomplete. Cause yeah. You pass in the optional arguments of like the size and you have the large and a medium. <laughs> and sometimes you want the small. Like, is there a small? Like, nope. Is yeah, there like or tiny? Like, nope. Maybe you Can should I even control? be able to specify like an initial yeah. height or something or make yeah, it adaptive no. to the content, right? Like, just show, you know, be as big as the content needs to be. Exactly. And Apple is using a what I would assume they would call the small variant on maps. Mm-hmm, they have like yeah. this short thing, but that's uh, private so far. Uh, no, but I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to use a native sheet. I didn't want to, you know, reinvent the wheel or whatever. Um, full screen would be too much. Again, I just have like two rows of icons. Uh, so that would be too much. So I then went to the to the half screen. That's, all, that's also just too tall. I don't need all that space. But... <laughs> I kind of had to like design around that. So I just use, you know, I'm going to use this close enough. So I'll add this like <laughs> coming soon and stuff. And that's actually how I think it triggered me to like add more stuff to it just to fill the space. Mm, I see. <laughs> um, and also like another detail, the spacing of the icons uh, and the size of the icons in the preview, the, you know, when you can pick them, it, I'm, I'm, I'm replicating the home screen both icon size and spacing so that it's like like a real preview like you know the icon you're seeing is it's gonna it's is exactly how it's gonna look in your home screen so just love it that that is a great detail (laughs) that's awesome well thanks for thanks for you know kind words have fun did you notice so i did record a video to to tweet because (laughs) of course why not (laughs) of course um and uh, I'm using, you know, I've recorded me using my phone before, whatever. But I've added one thing inspired by uh, Alex Cornell's greatest tweets, which I feel like we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Can you tell, like, something different that I don't usually do in my videos? There's vid- there's uh, audio? Is that it? That's not it, no. <laughs> one more guess. It's fine, it's fine. It's a, it's a sm- There's a point where you're zooming in? Like you're yeah, up to... <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I just cut zoom um, to highlight a specific part of the screen or something. That's uh, very nice. In my case, I wanted to highlight that because Alex did that, and it's like, oh, yeah, so it's <laughs> way better. Why don't I do that? So yeah, it's so my, good. My, How do you? So you're not holding the camera in while you're recording this video, right? You have some kind of tripod. Yeah, I got a gorilla pod. Put it here on my desk, and then just hold my hold my phone in front of it. Very the nice. The whole thing, like the, of like, I want to record a video to posting the video the you know f- four minutes four minutes so I, or whatever I, I at some point someone tweeted like oh i like uh, you know i appreciate the effort you put into these tweets I'm you're like, like well, you mean no effort <laughs> yeah i appreciate it it's really no effort uh <laughs> but uh yeah it makes a difference you can just go the extra mile like oh if you want to tweet something can you tweet with an image can you make a custom little image thing can I make a video? Can I make a custom video? Can I add <laughs> sound to it? I don't know. Just you know, increase the production uh, quality, or you know. Yeah, it's great. Nice work. It's really awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Can't wait to get the beta for this. 
I know. Soon, 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 soon. Well, you're in. <laughs> I am in the beta, but I'm saying I don't have this icon selection in oh, the yeah, beta yeah. right now. Jeez, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll open a PR later today. Yeah, please. <laughs> now, we, we, so we do have a separate track internally. So what do you see in the public, not public, but like private beta? Oh, do you have a As custom you- icon internally? No, not really, because we've just been testing these. So we've all been, you know. But yeah, I've been using some variants of these. Um, yeah, anyway, if people listening to this, if you want to get in this beta, it's still very early, very, very early. But um, uh, DM me, well, do the following. Go to along.video. There's a like a sign-up button there somewhere, which will put you in the waiting list. Um, but then DM me your username. Like, hey, I'm on a waiting list. This is my username. I'd love to give it a shot. And uh, and I'll let you win. Nice. Very cool. Cool. All right. Should we do recommendations? Let's do it. So, yeah. Right. My recommendation this week was going to be Alex Cornell's video uh, where he's showing um, a, a new feature that they've introduced. And ap- apparently... Uh, they're they're doing podcasts in um, a Substack now, <laughs> which like I didn't Apparently. didn't really know. Um, but yeah, so surprise! If, if you didn't know, there are podcasts inside of Substack, um, and Alex just created uh, like a very nice UI to to show podcasts. And what I like is that when you start playing the sort of player pops from the bottom of the screen and they sort of use the same like back background as the the frame of the screen to really create these two zones that you can move mm-hmm. um, smoothly between the two. So you have the sort of player space and then you have the app space. It's just wonderfully designed. Um, it, the simplicity of it also I find just beautiful. Like it's is very uh, natural and feels feels obvious in a way that's like I know it isn't, but it feels like yeah, of mm-hmm. course, like that's how it works. And the different parts of the app both have their own spaces. It's reminiscent a bit of Castro, but I think it has its, enough of its own sort of uh, mm-hmm. vibe to it. I think I saw someone also like mention similar to how Mail does it when you drag a message down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the execution or, um, of it Apple, is just Apple really News. nice. Oh yeah, that's true. App- Apple News is something similar. I don't really use do Apple News. Audio so I never think about it, but yeah. No, but good. I mean, I not. I'm not saying this to not to detract from uh, Alex's work, uh, you know. But it's just for you to get a reference. What, yeah, what I'm talking about. And the execution is just like really beautiful. Um, and his videos are amazing, right? Like that's also <laughs> like. Just it's perfectly framed, looks great. I mean, I think you're getting you're getting close to that level. I would say with your videos, this is my this is my that's, goal. That's something that I aspire to for sure. Uh, that like yeah. one day I'll I'll be able to find the time to record cool videos of the stuff that I that I work on like this. Um, but yeah, so it's absolutely great. Uh, so, Alex is a good follow on Twitter, so highly recommend checking it out. Um. I also tweeted this, but I I want to be Alex as a designer. Like this, my career is hopefully a path. I'm chasing Alex. Alex is like Alex your is next Pokemon evolution. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> but like the videos um, and the talks and the 
and uh, and hey, this is this is great. What I just mentioned before, like trying to elevate a little bit of your like you know how you present your work and share. So Alex is here's a good example of like how he just goes a little bit further, a little bit beyond what maybe he had to really. There's no he didn't have to do this, but he does. Like like I said, like we've been saying, perfectly framed, perfectly shot, uh, perfectly choreographed. Like even the the swipes and the gestures, um, it's it's fluid, it's simple, whatever. So for example, in the video I posted, I did a little mistap thing. I could have cut that out. I could have re-recorded it. But hey, four minutes or whatever. Like oh, who cares? Um, but then another little detail that I've never seen, and now I kind of want to do it myself. He adds. So this is part of a thread, right? So he goes through a bunch of details. Each tweet in that thread has the video uh, showcasing what he's describing. And each video has a little overlay of like the numbers, like number one, number two, number three, with little annotations saying Alex Cornell, a date. Like, you know, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen anyone do that. Like, clearly these videos were edited, shot, and then has all this metadata on top of the video they were made for this thread, right? Um, and then that, that shows. God, so such good Yeah, work. it's really nice. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. And I'll give you a bonus recommendation since we like kind of teased it uh, before. So my second recommendation, it's funny, I kind of tweeted about this. I, t- I tweeted a picture of this object and I was like, can you tell me what this thing is? Um, and it's a thing that I saw in the office because last week I was in the, the Toronto office. Um, and we saw these devices and, and there were just like, there's a bunch of them in a cart. Uh, and basically every person who would walk into the room would be like, what are these? Uh, and turns out they're a mobile sort of battery pack, but there is, they're this like big sort of lantern style thing that you can carry around. Yeah. And it's just one of my favorite sort of corporate innovation <laughs> in a long time. Uh, yeah. so these things have USB-C and so, uh, it's been a while since I've been in a meeting room, but I remember being in this like conference room with a bunch of other people and everyone's trying to like fight for the, you know, the, the power outlets in the wall. And then you have the cable that's like running through all the way. And then like someone's bumping into it or like all, all those things. This is great because you can just like take it with you. You can plug your computer directly, has a USB-C port like in it. Um, so you just like plug it right in and then you can carry it around and then once you're once you're done once it's out of battery you just put it back on the little cart and there's a magnetic thing and it just charges back up and the battery lasts super long so it's just a thing where that i feel like they flipped around a little bit what i generally think of as like oh but if i'm charging my laptop i'm definitely plugging into a wall like a, a mobile power bank that's just for a phone it's like no like we can make a thing like this that you will use during your your day and is actually a way better experience than plugging into the wall so uh i thought that was wow. really neat and wanted to give it a shout out so it's called the steel case flex mobile power <laughs> i don't know if you this can buy great. this as a person <laughs> or it's just you need like to place a big order for a business but it's it's really neat Love it. it looks so good. And it's like, yeah, and it's solving a real problem in an elegant, interesting, better way. So cool. Yeah. yeah and exactly. I got it wrong. I totally guessed a, a speaker. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks not. like a speaker too. Yeah. 
All right, Kev, uh, I'm going to steal your recommendation, kind of. That's not fair. So here's the story. Kevin sent me a text and I message with a link to a teaser for, uh, for a video that was coming. It's called Behind the Mac. It's part of a series, Behind the Mac. And it's, called, it's about Skywalker sound. It's all about sound design. And it's uh, interviewing or, you know, or highlighting the work from people at Skywalker Sound. So not just Star Wars, but also Jurassic Park, but also Pixar, a bunch of stuff. And all of, like, sounds that just define generations. Uh, and it's great. So this is, uh, like, a 15-minute long uh, video. Uh, it's on YouTube. So, you know, I'm going to put links in the show notes if you want to watch that. And, yeah, it's a, it's just showing the work uh, of these sound designers and, uh, and some of the sound like iconic sounds the they like deconstruct them and they show you how it's made and you see these sound designers like capture sounds in the wild um you also see some more of the technical aspects which uh, i I consume a lot of content like this because i'm really into sound design (laughs) but i've never seen uh people talk about like the how their computer like racks are set up. Uh, they have this, these like, it's not just server rooms, but like they have these stacked Mac pros, um, which holds all the libraries, you know, the whole library of, of Skywalker sound. And if you're like an engineer and you're at the booth, you know, you know, working on the machine, you're actually working. You're, you're controlling these computers in these racks, in these like server rooms, somewhere um it really really impressive uh so yeah if you're at all interested in sound design and uh you know and lightsabers i guess <laughs> uh, check it out who wouldn't be <laughs> i know it's the best all right is that it nice you get it that's it boom good show uh all right thanks so much for listening uh we love you you can uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at layoutfm. I am at Rafahari, and uh, Kevin is at Vernal Kick. We like Twitter. You know, you can DM us. You can say hi. Um, if you have topic suggestions or corrections or whatever, tweet at us. That's probably the best way to get in touch. Uh, you can also check our website. That's layout.fm on the webs, and there we have links to everything we mentioned. Uh, I don't always say this every week. I mean, isn't that just standard for podcasts nowadays? The show notes. You know, you can check that out. There's a there's a know. new person listening for the first time every day. <laughs> wow, hi person. Um, you need to you need to name time. a name. You need to name a name. Let's <laughs> see if we can get it. Hi Sarah. I don't know. Feels like a pretty common name. If you're if this is the first time you're listening to this, and by the way, you got all the way to the end, and you're still listening. Like we, we clearly we stopped talking about like the important stuff. <laughs> uh, if this is the first time you're listening to this show tweet at us say hey by the way you know that was me you were talking to me uh yeah anyway uh our huge thanks to around for uh coming back and sponsoring uh, our show once again they are incredible i love their product i love their team uh check them out at around.co that's around.co uh on the websites or you can also click on the links that we have on our website because that you know, that just lets them know that you came from us. Um, it's fine. You know, um, if you want to type in your URL, like yourself, you can do that. But if you want to help us out, tap on the links. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Bye.